Last week we talked about ownership. This week, what I thought we'd do is apply that concept and with a focus on how to be a leader in a non-leader role. Good day, good evening, and good morning, wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. Being a BA sets you into a funny position. Because there isn't a lot of opportunity to actually be a leader as a BA. At least doing what we normally do. Which, if we just take the traditional context of being a BA, we go in, we elicit requirements, and then we summarize those requirements, and then we deliver them to somebody else to actually take action on them. So, but we don't necessarily work with the same people all the time. So we don't have a lot of opportunities to build relationships. Unless, of course, we're in a situation where we need to work with the same people all the time. So we're working on the same product, maybe. But we also run into this issue of and I guess this is the reason I'm struggling with trying to define how a BA might even try and be a leader is that everybody that you're discussing with is answering to some other manager who they may or may not see as their leader But again, as I said, you don't really necessarily spend a lot of time with them. The only way that you might is, number one, you're always working on the same product. And, you know, maybe you're doing iterations of improvement on that product. Or you're always working within a specific team. And even if you're working within a specific team, especially in an agile environment where you are either a team member or you're a proxy for the product owner, that's really the only times when you're really, really going to get that great opportunity to actually be able to stretch and flex those leadership muscles. Because unfortunately, Otherwise, you're not even interacting with the same people enough to build a relationship where you could be seen as a leader in their eyes. And so the real question here is how do I, as a BA, be able to, and of course you as a BA, be able to move up in my career and gain those leadership opportunities in a role where I'm not really necessarily ever going to be seen as a leader, 
until you know maybe you get to senior BA position where you are in fact leading a team of BAs. And I think it really comes down to that concept of ownership that we were talking about last week, where if I own my career, then I recognize that to move my career forward, I need to take on leadership opportunities so that I can move myself towards a leadership role. And no, I'm not necessarily talking about management. Management is something entirely different, but at least getting into a role where I am actually leading other people, you know? So really, I think of leadership as being a role where you are Number one, you're personally adapting and you're helping other people to adapt. And so I think what ends up needs to happen is you need to be a leader in every single meeting and with every single piece of documentation that you do. So it's almost like you start looking at your career in micro contexts. So you walk into a meeting and you be that leader in that meeting. Now, obviously, as the BA, you can't, you're not telling people what to do, which again is what a leader is doing. They're influencing. And you really need to take that opportunity to really flex those muscles. And so what it requires is that you're walking into the meeting, number one, having taken some time to get to know the people that are going to be in those meetings. And ideally, there is some crossover. You're not needing to walk into a new meeting with a new group of people every single day. So you've taken some time to get to know those people and build some relationships with them so that they know and can trust you. Because at the end of the day, you can't really be a very effective leader if people don't trust you in the first place. Number two, you've prepared for the meeting. And so preparation for the meeting might you know, obviously there's lots of different things that you're going to need to do to prepare for the meeting, but from a leadership perspective, you need to always be asking yourself, how am I going to influence people to actually make a decision? Or what can I do to help them make decisions in that room? And I'm not talking about pushing them in a certain direction. Although you may have an idea about a certain direction that you think would be best, really what I'm talking about is helping influence moving the team forward towards an end goal of actually making a decision, regardless of whether you agree with the decision or not is irrelevant. Another great example is with your documentation. 
So documentation is a funny thing because it's very easy to fall into this trap of, okay, so I collected the requirements, let's, you know, just sort of summarize them and throw them all together into some sort of order that makes sense in a single document. But again, you have another leadership opportunity with this document and how you actually present it and how you follow up about decisions that need to be made around that document, whether it's hosting meetings or it's actually doing one-on-ones or it's doing sort of focus groups or one-on-one -on -one interactions with people using the system. So the more that you do to actually make sure that the document is used and is made useful, then the more a leader that you can be with respect to that document. And the more you can flex those leadership muscles. Another great example is diagrams. So if you know that nobody is going to read your documentation, then being a leader means taking the documentation and really boiling it down to maybe some diagrams or maybe having an exploratory session with people to help them understand the documentation. Going out and finding out what people don't understand about the documentation. And so the bottom line with documentation is that it comes down to can you show people how this documentation is useful to them and how to use the information in the document rather than doing the traditional thing of just pushing it to them and saying please read this and praying that they will and then coming back to actually meetings as an opportunity to be a leader, figuring out how do I be influential to help the whole team move towards making a decision in that environment. And I think that's a really good way to sum up both the documentation and the meetings, is always be thinking, how do I help the team move towards making a decision and actually taking action on the decision they've made. And finally, removing myself and my own bias about what's the best decision. That doesn't mean that you don't present what you believe is the best decision, but removing that vestedness that if they choose a different decision or they make a dis different decision than the one you think is best, removing your bestedness in that decision and helping them further move forward with the decision they did make. 
that's it for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Biz Analyst Potential to Biz Analyst Career. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst for another Biz Analyst Moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers. Hi, folks. So, big announcement here. As far as YouTube is concerned, we will be recording videos, obviously, but the way I want to record them is to do them live. So we will be going live Monday nights at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you'll be able to interact with me and ask me questions as we go along. I have a specific plan for every single episode. So why don't you join us Monday nights, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks very much, and I look forward to seeing you. Bye-bye.